This call is being. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Letitia from Arizona. Anybody else on the line? Want to say good morning? Good morning, Letitia. Susie. Good morning, Sister Susie. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. It's Letitia from Arizona. Who might that be? Good morning. Happy Monday to you. Good morning, good morning. This is Letitia from Arizona. Did anybody chime in? Want to say good morning? Good morning, Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. It's Letitia from Arizona. Anybody else want to say good morning this morning? Good morning, Letitia. Can you hear me? It's Dee Dee. Oh, good morning, Dee Dee. Good How morning. Happy Monday. Good morning, good morning. It's Letitia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Did anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning, Letitia. Good morning. Good morning, JC. Good morning, good morning. Thanks for joining us, Mr. JC. Hey. Hey, I have a quick prayer request, sweetie. I couldn't pull up the app for some reason, so. Okay. But um, can you guys pray, please pray? I lost my good friend. Her name was Dee Dee Evans, and uh, she passed away um, Saturday. So you guys can lift her family up in prayer. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Letitia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Anybody else turn the line? I'd like to say good morning.
Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Patricia from Arizona. Hey, everybody. I'd like to say good morning. Go ahead and get started with today's business at hand. Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Declare Victory. Thank you all for joining us. We're a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you with your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure you stay tuned in for the month of September as the new theme is The Faith Factor. You don't want to miss the teachings, the lessons, the messages, as well as the heart shares that will be brought to you from our wonderful and gifted declarers. There is one announcement today. If you've been blessed by the call and would like to sow into it, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me/declarevictory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There were no prayer requests on the app. However, there was one spoken one. This prayer request comes from JC. I'd like to pray for her good friend, Dee Dee Evans. She passed away this Saturday. We want to make sure we lift our family up during this time. I ask if you could take a look at your phones to make sure your standard mute button is pressed. As the call is being recorded, and we like to preserve the integrity of it. The order of the call today is the declaration will be done by Sister Didi. Praying and leading us in corporate praise will be brought by Sister Kenda. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer, Mr. Dee Dee. Again, the order of the call. The declaration will be done by Sister Dee Dee. Praying and leading us in corporate praise will be read by Sister Kedra. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer, Dee Dee. Today's scripture is thought by Habakkuk 2 4. Behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him. But the just shall live by faith. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, doing, hearing of his holy word. At this time, I just want to make sure everyone take this time to look at your phone to make sure the standard button is muted. Again, the call is being recorded, and we'd like to preserve the integrity of it. Thank you again for joining us. Happy Monday. I now pass the call to Sister Didi. Amen, amen. Good morning. Leticia, can you hear me clearly? Yes, ma'am. Thank you, thank you. I'm going to give everybody a minute to, to just check their mute ministry. Um, because I'm already a little challenged this morning, as you can tell. 
I have no voice, and I am actually in the woods. So um, for some reason I lose signal. Just give me a minute, I'll get back on. I just want to thank and praise God this morning just for today. I give God praise that he is just God, and he is God all by himself. I thank you, Father, for a brand new day. Can you please mute your line? Please, just take a second and mute your phone. If you're walking around, if you're getting ready for your barbecue or whatever, can you take a second to make sure that your phone is muted? I'll wait. So, Father God, we just want to thank you for this brand new day. We shall rejoice and just be glad in it. Thank you for blessing us just to see a new morning. Thank you for allowing us one more chance at this thing called life. We don't take one single breath for granted. Lord, you're just so good. You're just so kind. Thank you for the breath in our lungs this morning. Again, I'm fighting symptoms in my body, but I thank you. I'm just grateful that I can see, I can hear, that we can get up on a prayer call with other like-minded folks to just praise your name, God. So I want to say welcome to Declare Victory. My name is Dee Dee Felder, and I declare victory this morning. I'm coming to y'all live and direct from a little city called Willard in North Carolina. It's not too far from Wilmington, if y'all know, but it's all woods to me. Um, but y'all know it's where our daddy is and he's from. And so with everything that, that we've been going through, I feel like it may seem or look bad right now. Oh, but doesn't God always turn it around? He will keep his promise. So if we just hold on a little while longer, everything God said will come to pass. I trust that. When we learn to turn worry into worship and when we give up fear for faith and we let our praise be bigger than our pain and what we're going through, and we know that God is not a man that he shall lie. He will keep his promise and not just keep my eyes on him, my hope on him and my trust only in the Lord. So this morning, I'm activating my faith. I'm just grateful for an opportunity um, to come to you this morning. I was scheduled to declare, and then I, I wasn't, and then I am, because I believe that the topic this month on faith is exactly what we need. And we need to not just talk faith, but we need to walk it out for real. Faith is simply taking God at his word. Because, you know, heaven and earth will pass away, but his word shall not pass away. The word of the Lord abides forever. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. What I've gotten out of these scriptures here recently is that everything in life may change, but God's word remains constant. We can believe it. We can trust it. His truth never changes. So to have faith in God's promises would really affect the rest of my life. I have to believe it like right now, like an activated faith right now, going through so much emotionally that to activate faith on a supernatural level, when circumstances and feelings seem more real than life itself, I have chosen to believe that God's word is truer than anything else that I'm seeing and I'm facing and I'm hearing, right? Choosing to walk by faith. So, Lord, I thank you that I am loved by you, that your word is truer than how we feel right now and what's going on. Thank you for your peace, God. Thank you, Jehovah Shalom, for just saturating every victor on the line that's also facing things with your peace. Thank you that only you can bring our emotions in line with your word in your own time and in your own way. So this morning, if I can, victors, if you would just allow me to just be real, 
You know, we hear folks say all the time, don't be moved by how you feel. But do y'all really think that you're not moved by what's going on? Because life happens. We love, so why wouldn't we feel? I've even been tempted here lately to go into condemnation, if I'm honest, because of my feelings, right? Because I'm a prayer warrior. I'm an encourager. You know, I'm good at being there for other people. This morning, about 3 o'clock, I guess my sister Gloria and I were sitting up and uh, talking about how I've always been there. I've been the strong one. My kids used to call me the funeral goer, right? Because <laughs> I was always at everybody's service, and I'm reading acknowledgments, and I'm, you know, um, reading obituaries, and I'm there at the house of the family. And I've been there with so many people whose mother took last breath or whose children were there, whatever it is. But what about when it's my turn and I'm not supposed to be moved by how I feel, right? You're supposed to be a super saint, and nothing's supposed to cause you to have that slide down the wall. But guess what God reminded me? That God created me in his image, and the part of his image is that we are emotional beings. Feelings aren't wrong to have, because even Christ had feelings. He didn't try not to feel. He did not try to hide his emotions. Instead, he took them into his relationship with his father, and he was honest with his feelings and authentic, right? So if you remember in the Garden of Gethsemane, the night before his crucifixion, the word tells us that Jesus was distressed, deeply grieved. He was troubled and in agony, but he expressed how he felt, and he trusted the Father in the midst of his feelings. And so this morning, family, that's what I'm doing. I'm just amazed that we're in faith, and it's the month of September this year. We're in the ninth month of 2019. That's just mind-blowing to me. And please forgive me. If I'm maybe talking a little fast because I had some cough medicine, uh, my sisters are making sure this bug is getting out of me. But it made me really silly yesterday, and I I got giggles, and I couldn't stop laughing. But I just find that for the month of September, and then I'm doing the very first declaration on faith in the midst of one of the hardest times in my life. Wow. But, you know, there's no way around life. There's no way around hurt. Death isn't something foreign to any of us. Almost every single one of us on this phone have experienced or will experience the passing of a loved one or watching a loved one's life slip away. It's the hardest thing to ever witness. But death is a part of life, and so is grieving. It's a part of the process. But as we are confronted with death, so many things take place. Like, I know for me, I've become so more much more aware of mortality, right? At 51 years old, I never really really thought about death and dying and what changes, and but the importance of having faith through it all, and that's only that's only through a true and living God, and that's our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And the Word tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We must truly learn to factor faith in our lives for real. So we can't just talk faith, but we have to walk it out. We have to walk it out. You may not know, but the Word of God contains lots of soothing scriptures, and it just gives us glimpses into the hereafter. And now is the time that I really have gotten into the Word like never before because I'm hurting, and I'm hurting like I've never hurt before, but in the midst of my pain, God said, I will give you a healing bomb, and you will walk by faith and not by sight. You won't be moved by what you see when you walk in ICU and you see the ventilator and you see all those tubes and you see your dad laying there lifeless and fragile. You won't be moved by that. 
because you have an everlasting hope. Because as believers, those who have passed on before, we'll see them again. And I'm so grateful that my sisters Tanya and Sabrina reminded me because I said, how do you say goodbye to your first love? And they was like, sis, you don't say goodbye. You say so long. And God still has the final say. So I'm not giving up. I'm just letting God be God because I'm not God, right? So I've also found out in this time that there is an end to grief. And guess what? It's called heaven. I read it. It's better to spend time at a funeral than at a party, but we get it confused. We're supposed to celebrate at services instead of being all gloom and doom and falling out because after all, Everyone dies, so the living should take this to heart. Sorrow is better than laughter, for sadness has a refining influence on us all. A wise person thinks a lot about death, while a fool thinks only about having a good time. That's in Ecclesiastes 7, 2 and 4. The grief we experience here on earth has a refining effect on us. It is good to think about what happens after we die, for we should be <clears throat> excuse me, kingdom-minded and have hearts that are prepared for eternity. Our God is faithful, and he delivers on his promises. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Excuse me. <clears throat> One of those promises is comfort, and I have witnessed this firsthand that God will give you that peace. He will comfort you, and the enemy has tried everything he could, you guys. I got attacked. I've never had a flu bug from simply flying. I got attacked. My sister Gloria had a, a symptom. She had to go to emergency at 4 o'clock in the morning. My other sister, Antonia, um, she's been attacked in her physical body. So much is going on. But guess what? If we trust God's word and believe what we say, that we will learn to rejoice instead of falling into despair, even when so much is going on all around us. So after much, much prayer and tears and getting into the word like never before, this morning I have just a renewed hope. And I'm just grateful that I know that heaven is beautiful. It's like my pastor Ricky Nutt says, heaven is great this time of year. <laughs> How faithful is our God that he cares about us, even comforts us as we're grieving, because grieving is a journey. I know I'm at the beginning of this road. We still don't know. Just to update you guys, um, they took Daddy off the ventilator, and he was still breathing. Uh, yesterday, he opened his eyes a few times. Um, my nephew, Donnell, he says, hey, my guy, and that turns. And so we're just letting God be God, right? They're moving him out of an ICU, but they're moving him onto the floor where they, they kind of put you in there and just let go. But this morning, I'm just into God, and I know what the Word says. So His Word declares that He has turned morning into joyful day. He has taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy right now. So praising Him in advance so I can sing praises and not be silent. We have to bless the Lord at all times all times. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. So when we learn to thank God for this day, as Psalm says, no matter what we're going through, because things are going to happen, we will have a peace that only comes from God. You know, we're on faith. And so I read somewhere about an African impala and how they can jump over 10 feet in the air, covering a distance of more than 30 feet. But do you know that these amazing animals can also be kept in an enclosure in any zoo with a three-feet wall? Understand what I'm saying? Although the impala can jump that high, they can also be captured and be kept in a three-foot wall. 
and not jump if they cannot see where their feet can land. That means they don't have faith. And that's sadly what most of us live by, that principle. We have a we sense a nudge to launch from a safe harbor. Like we need to see what's ahead of us before we leap out there, right? Faith paves the way to the kingdom, birth and growth. Apostle Paul writes, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, at Ephesians 2 and 8. So when he and Silas were asked by the Philippian jailer how to be saved, they responded, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, Acts 16, 31. To the church in Rome, he penned, If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, to Romans 10 and 9. Faith is essential, not only to be born as a child of God, but to mature as well. Scripture says, my righteous ones will live by faith, and without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists, and that he rewards those who earnestly or diligently seek him, and that's Hebrews 10, 38, and 11, and 6. You all know about the story of Noah. I was like up, so I was trying to figure out some other um, stories about faith. And I was thinking about Noah and how, although and Noah was a man of faith, when warned about things not yet seen in holy fear, he built an ark to save his family, you guys. Despite the clear skies, as well as an obvious indifference and, and jeers from his neighbors and friends, Noah did everything just as God commanded him. It's in Genesis 6 and 22, if you get a chance, go over and read that. But God rewarded him by sparing his life and repopulating the world through him and his family because of his faith. What I've learned is faith is trusting even when you can't see with your natural eyes. And a lot goes on with us. So, again, it's easy to talk faith but to walk it out. So, Another story, one night a house caught fire, and a young boy was forced to go up to the roof because fire was all around. His arms was outstretched. His father was on the ground, and so were the firemen, and they're yelling, jump, jump. The father said, jump, son, I'll catch you. Just jump. He knew that that's the only way his son would survive if he jumped down off the burning roof into his arms. But all the boy could see was flames and smoke and blackness, and he was terrified. Cause he, but he could hear his father saying, jump. I'll catch you. He said, Daddy, I can't see you, but I can see you with what the Father says, and that's all that matters. And that's how I feel. When we can't see God, know that God is always watching us, and he's preparing a way for us. He's going ahead of us. We can't always trust our feelings because they are prone to deceive us. And so too often they, we hinge on the immediate circumstances rather than, than the internal purposes of God. We need facts because facts are vital and helpful, yet they often push us into the realm of the natural and predictable and explainable. For instance, if you knew exactly what was going to happen, you would probably do something crazy. And that's why the, the secret things belong to the Lord. It says it in, in Deuteronomy. That's why he can allow us to see everything. Only faith which puts, puts us in the proper position to hear from the Lord and act according to his will will provide eternal into the kingdom of God. So what I'm saying is we have to have faith. There's no way around it. The word of God is full of verses that speak about having anxiety and fears because if we're real, that happens. And I had mentioned before how the Apostle Paul, he'll tell, he tells us in the book of Philippians to not be anxious 
about anything. All we have to do is present our worries and fears to God because he is our counselor. He gives us peace and he consoles our hearts. He is our anchor of hope, a God who carries our burdens and gives us rest. Oh, God, he'll give you rest. God wants to teach us to grow in our faith through anxiety, to learn to trust and walk in strength with him because we deal with anxiety every single day. Just think about it right now, Victors. There's so many different things that we're facing, whether, you're, you know, your kids just went back to school or, you know, even like me, I'm 51 and I just started school last Wednesday and had to hop a flight. Oh, my God. Talk about anxiety. Maybe you're single and you want to be married or you're married and your marriage is on the brinks or whatever. Or maybe you're empty nester for the first time. Or maybe it's something new like you're retired and you don't know what's next. But each stage brings us some type of anxiety and stress. Every single category of life has something to be anxious about, if we're honest. We think that if we only get to the next category, it will alleviate the stress. But that is rarely the case. Yes, there are some moments in our lives that are smoother than others, but anxiety is actually part of the human experience. God uses it as a tool to show us that we are made for heaven. We're not made for this this place, but for heaven, and we and that we need God. I hope you guys are getting something out of what I'm saying. Um, I'm not feeling that good, but I'm going to continue because I know that by pressing through will also bless me. Because when the cares of life come and knocks the wind out of you, when you don't know if you're coming or going, God has a way of getting our attention. Keep wilding out or thinking you got it all together and you don't, you don't have to deal with anything but you will because you'll have to factor faith into every situation. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Get saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faithful requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Follow the example of all that we have imparted to you, and the God of peace will be with you in all things. Philippians 4, 7-9, and that's the Passion Translation. I leave the gift of peace with you, my peace, not the kind of fragile peace given by this world, but my perfect peace. Don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. That's John 14 and 27. So check this out, and excuse the background noise. I am in the country. As crazy as it can sound, being anxious is also an opportunity for us to grow spiritually. We have our mind, body, and soul feeling threatened, yet God is telling us to trust in him. This is your opportunity to trust in God. It should not only be through the good times, but when you are facing life situations. we got to believe in God. How can we trust him deeper in any moment? Guess what? God listens. There's a psalm that King David wrote of him searching for God and God answering him. It's such an important factor when we're dealing with any form of stress or anxiety. David many, many times wrote psalms because he was anxious. We need to trust that God listens to us when we pray or when we cry out to him. He is telling us that when we pray to him, he is listening. He listens to our prayers all day, every day. When we are anxious, when we are worried, when we are fearful, when we are stressed, he's ready to listen and answer our prayers. 
Not only does he listen, but he already knows what we're going through. God knows everything. There's nothing secret to him that we're going through. Have y'all ever heard someone say this, that their thoughts and prayers are with you? Well, let me tell you what I've come to find out. The truth is their thoughts don't get much done. I don't need your thoughts. I need your prayers. It's a kind thing to say, but it's prayers, authentic prayers that are seeking and speaking to God. The silence of God is true in feeling, but not in fact. You will go through a time, numerous times, when you feel that God is silent. I know I have. But I've had those times, and can, let me guarantee you, you're going to have them again, and so will I. It's just part of the Christian experience. But you don't have to give up because the fact is God does listen. So today, through your anxiety, trust deeper in your faith. Factor in faith in everything. Or are you stuffing your fears and anxiety? Or are you truly giving them to God? Are you putting fear over faith? I cried to God in my distress, and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Gaze upon him. Join your life with his, and joy will come. Your faces will glisten with glory. You'll never wear that shame face again. When I had nothing, desperate and defeated, I cried out to the Lord, and he heard me. Bring him his miracle deliverance when I needed it most. The angel of the Lord stooped down to listen as I prayed, encircling me, empowering me, and showing me how to escape. He will do this for everyone who fears God. Drink deeply of the pleasures of this God. Experience for yourself the joyous mercies he gives to all who turn to hide themselves in him. Psalms 34, 4-8 Since we have this confidence, we can also have great boldness before him. For if we ask anything agreeable to his will, he will hear us. 1 John five fourteen. Take my side, God. I'm getting kicked around, stumped on every day. Not a day goes by, but somebody beats me up. They make it their duty to beat me up. When I get really afraid, I come to you and trust. I'm proud to praise God. Fearless now, I trust in God. What can mere mortals do? That's Psalm 56, 1 through 4. A lot of believers have Jesus as their anchor but do not know how to use it. Let's learn to see anxiety and fear as a place for deep spiritual growth. Go to Romans ten seventeen and read that. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. The word of God is the word of faith. You have to know that. Faith comes by hearing, hearing of the word of God. Some people don't understand that, but it's really factual. So if it's factual, why is it so many professed Christians have such a hard time believing that? I'm just grateful this morning. I'm using the anchor, going into the book of Psalms. And again, I just want to tell you guys, thank you for allowing me to share with you this morning. I'm going to pass the call to Kedra this morning because I have so much going on. I say, Lord, thank you. You bless us every day and yet still find it difficult for us to fully trust you. Please help us to walk by faith, no matter what the circumstances are, that we can trust you because you will come when we pray. It's often just us that won't allow you. God will keep his promise no matter what we're facing. Romans 12 and 2 reminds us about not conforming to the pattern of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Factor faith into your faith walk, guys, because we know that all things work together for the good of those who have been called according to his purpose. Romans eight twenty eight as I pass the call to Kedra.